0: Hi, this is Empower Your Secrets Podcast, and today I'm your host Gabrielle, and today we're going to be talking about how I got diagnosed at the age of 24, a late diagnosed autistic woman. So last episode, I talked about how to be your authentic self, but I never spoke about how I truly found my authentic self. And how getting my autism diagnosis allowed me to truly be who I am. Really love myself and accept who I am. Because that was a struggle. Not knowing that you're autistic. Not knowing why you do certain things. Or why you do things a certain way. And just, it's a topic that is not really discussed. Um, And a lot of women like myself get diagnosed really late in life. So I wanted to also bring awareness for all my neurodivergent girls and guys and whatever gender you are, um, it's really difficult talking about this, but I'm going to be vulnerable and share you a little story of mine, a really quick story. So I always felt different um, and it was always a journey for me to just be myself um I always wanted to fit in and be like other people and I didn't understand why. Um I did a lot of research. I read books. I read a lot of articles, research papers, a lot of neuroscientists that studied women with autism. I talked to numerous doctors. Ultimately, I found one doctor that took my insurance, a neuropsychologist, because all the other doctors were trying to charge me about $6,000 to get tested for autism, and they do not take insurance. So I finally found a doctor that took my insurance, and it got approved with my insurance. So it took me about six months to wait for that appointment. The process was about two hours long. Um, It was really exhausting um, because they were asking me a lot of personal questions. I had to, like, read a book, read, like, a frog book. I think it was called Tuesdays. If I don't, I have bad memory. I think I'm pretty sure it was called Tuesdays. Tuesday, it had, like, frogs and clocks and stuff like that, and then they asked me, how do I brush my teeth? And I just, it was, it was very, like, it was very exhausting. Because um, there was a lot of social inter- interaction, and I get, like, really overstimulated around that. Um, but she asked me this one question. She said, do you have friends, and do you get lonely? And I said, I don't have friends. Like, my only friend is probably my husband. <laughs> Realistically, he's my only friend. Um, and do you get lonely? And I said, yeah, I get lonely because, you know, sometimes I want to talk to other people. Or I want to hang out. And I really don't have anybody to do that with because I struggle with interactions. And, like, if somebody wants to be my friend and you don't say that, like, I won't know. Like, I'm so bad with social cues. Like, no matter what type of relationship, whether it's platonic or romantic, it was always a challenge for me. Um, I've been always misunderstood. I guess the way I say things, but like people misinterpret what I say because what I say is what I say, and like I guess they take it the wrong way. They think too deeply about it, but like what I say is just literally what I say. I've always struggled communicating my feelings and thoughts, um, and I recently just started getting better at that. However, embracing my autism and getting diagnosed at the age of 24 has allowed me to. Grant myself accommodations, because like I said in the last episode, it's really important that you, like, love yourself and give yourself that kindness and love, you know, because we all deserve it. Um, and I don't view it as a disability, but it's about recognizing the differences on how my brain works, because every brain is beautiful. And disabilities and neurodiversities is, like, a range Spectrum, just like the autism spectrum, it looks different in everybody. Being open about my autism has brought me so surprised when I tell people that I'm autistic, they're like, No, you're not. I'm like, How are you denying that I'm autistic? You don't even know my journey. You don't know how internally it was a struggle for me. Um, But I'm really glad this journey has allowed me to better understand myself. Especially with support of my husband, who's also neurodivergent. He was really supportive in me getting diagnosed. And I would just talk about it every single day because, like, I love researching. And, like, I can do it for hours. And, like, if I love something, like, I'm going to do it for hours. Like, I will not stop. Like, I get so hyper-focused. And I also got diagnosed with ADHD. So I'm ADHD-autism. But I just really want to express my gratitude to my husband for bringing out the best in me throughout this emotional and challenging process. And that's what I really talk to, like, about anybody about. Like, if you're going to get in a relationship or marriage, like, make sure that person truly loves all parts of you. Just not, like, the good parts, but, like, also, like, the bad parts of you because that's what love truly is. And, like, me being so vulnerable and open open about this and like how understanding he was just played a significant role in my journey and he just showed me like he showed me really what love is about and accepting me and all parts of me it just has been one of the most transformative like treasures and just Understanding and unlocking a deeping a deeper understanding of myself, I've embraced so many new ways and values that autism is part of me. It's part of who I am. I was born with it, although not diagnosed until the age of twenty four, unfortunately. <laughs> I've always ceased to mask my true self, and that's a, lot of, that's a lot of struggles that autism women with autism go through, and I'm getting tears talking about it because it's so sad. But if someone truly loves you, and I told my husband this, if somebody's going to like me, I want them to like me for me, who I am, my authentic self, without any doubts of whether they think they like me. Or they're doubting if they want to be my friends or not. I'm just sharing this because I want to bring awareness to women with autism. That's why I'm also going to neuroscience. Because I want to be able to help those with autistic um, traits. And hopefully bringing awareness to my culture. Where autism might be a little less misunderstood. I want to encourage parents who have young children to consider getting tested themselves. Like you, parents, get, get tested yourself. And I really encourage you guys to get your children tested, um, especially the girls. Don't miss the girls, please. And be your own Advocate. I had to really advocate for myself, for my diagnosis, and really talk about, like, really why, like, I thought I was autistic. And, like, what what caused me to think I was autistic. And just embracing the beauty and uniqueness in everybody. This was a very short episode. A little bit off topic. But I just want to oh I burped. I just want to say that your support means the world to me. And I hope you guys like this empowering story. If you guys are shocked that I'm autistic, hello, autism. I collect squish mallows. They're my favorite. They're fuzzy and soft, and I like them. <laughs> Actually, a funny thing is when I was getting tested for autism, I picked the sensory toy, and I had no idea. I was like, I was just playing with it because I thought it was cool it was like making weird noises and stuff like that and it was like shh, 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 shh. and i was like ooh but yeah autism looks different everybody and in april it's coming up soon it's autism awareness month i want to make more friends with neurodivergent girlies i need more friends <laughs> so if you guys would like to come on my podcast, um, any other autistic women who have podcasts, let me know. We can set that up. And I hope you guys enjoy this little quick episode. I love you. Bye.